Barry G, what's up, brother? What's going on, man? How you doing, fam? Good, good, man. And we're about to cue it up. Welcome to episode 10, Improv with Hav. Am I coming in hot? Am I too loud? Does it sound good? You sound perfect. All right, dope. Yo, I'm so happy I got my brother back, Barry G, episode 10, Improv with Hav. What's going on, doggy? Not much, bro. How you living? Good, man. I'm glad to, you know, have you back on the show. I know, um, you know, we do a lot of prep here. Psych. Um, <laughs> improv with Hav. But, uh, yeah, we've been we've been chopping up behind the scenes. I definitely wanted to end uh, season one, Brody, with you because you helped me start this, man. And you're part of this amazing success. Man, how does it feel, bro, seeing, seeing what we've done, bro, in almost nine countries, bro? How does that feel seeing that? Man, that, it, first of all, it's a blessing, man. Thank you for having me, Hob. It, it, it's, it's wonderful, man, to be here with you. And just to be in at the beginning of something is is magical. You know what I mean? Mm. When, when you're there before it gets hot, before anybody else comes along, you know it's special. And it's like uh, God has a way of putting you right there, right where you need to be. So, Right, man. D- divine timing like a mug. And um, if I can, I want to shout out um, the countries, man, because it's a lot of them. Um, I want to shout out the wrong ones. I might have to pull it back up later. But, um, you know, iPhone over here deleting my photos. But, uh, yeah, we have a couple countries, man. Uh, You know, they're deleting the right ones, of course. But, uh, yes, it's it's some um, amazing countries, man. just to think, bro, this little dumb... I'm, I'm in my room, right? I'm in this little room in San Francisco right. on this app, you know, that God knows what's going on with it. And I'm looking at the anchor and I'm looking at who's listening. And it's showing all these people across the country, bro. You know what I mean? And, and it, it's like, what? Like, it's one thing to feel like, you know, you have a global reach, but to then actually yeah. show that reach... Is like a whole. It's like everything I dreamed of. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's like it's like a tight flex, man. I mean, think about it. Uh, a couple of years ago, you had this idea in your head, right? And now it's happening. Is it happening the way you wanted it to happen, or is it like way bigger or different than you could have imagined? Um, I, I think it's always. A, a, a blessing I mean I'm trying to adopt this new philosophy right where it's like you should expect it if you put in the work right like if you're called to do it and it happens man you shouldn't be as surprised as you probably think you are you should be grateful and be like oh man this is happening but if you know in your heart that you're supposed to have a global reach and then you actually reach the globe part of it is like yeah you know and so like, I was just looking at it real quick. Um, so the countries that they're listening currently right now to us are Hong Kong, Singapore, Russia, Germany, United Kingdom, and Vietnam. Mm, shout out to the Axis of Love. Hey! Yo, <laughs> listen, listen, man. Um, if we ever, like, really get a dope fan base, like, out in those countries... We are definitely gonna pull up something mean, COVID-free, 
You know what I'm Road saying? Trip. Road trip. I'm I'm just looking for the Caribbean islands to pop up, and then that's where we'll start first. You know, we'll, we'll you know. Shout. Why don't you tell people about your um, African ancestry stuff that you just were telling me about? Oh uh, yeah, bro. So, <coughs> excuse me. I'm seventy-two uh, percent African. Now, it may not be like a big deal to some people. Duh. I <laughs> in the fact that I can say I'm over three, almost three quarters, almost three quarters African. Mm. Right. Uh, now that's seventy. What did I say? Oh, my bad. Seventy-seven percent. I'm seventy-seven percent African, so over three quarters African. I'm black. Twenty-two mm. percent um, European. Wow. So that means that means Russia. I'm coming home. Well, part of me is coming home. Mm. <laughs> so I, let, hey, hey, I gotta be Russian know. too. As long as much as I love Peroskis, I gotta be Russian. Bro, oh, oh my God! So you know I'm about to go back being vegetarian, but eating white meat since January of this year. Mm. About to go back to being vegetarian in December. But look, man, I was telling myself when I have the chance to come back to the to to the city, I'm gonna get a piroshki, a real piroshki, right? And I'm gonna take my time with it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, it's so there's there, so I'm gonna do a product placement because I feel like I haven't been on here in a while. I've been I've been waiting to to do the podcast with you, but a shout out to my man John who has a place called Uncle Boys over um God on Nor Noriega Street. It's over by USF, but from what I hear, there's an amazing protein place down the block, and um, he does a no lie, he does this thing where the last Monday of the month he gives out free burgers from twelve to five. Wow. wow I mean bro how, how, how much cool like literally I went there he invited, I'm like my first time going there I'm getting a free burger and I'm like no nah, man but he does it for the community because he, he realizes what's going on and but I said to say that he there's this amazing homemade you know the proceeds I'm able to get are the ones at the corner store right the beef and cheese which are amazing Right, like wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the ones inside the wrapper or inside the little um deli inside the little window deli thing where they got like other stuff contaminating the pierogies? But don't know about ah, it. talk about it. You, you yes. talking about those? Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah right, right, right next to the the the, the, the beef uh, shish kebabs and the Mitchell yeah, yeah. the the, the <laughs> shish kebabs that nobody buys. I'm yo, anybody buy one of those shish kebabs? Yo, bro, you be yo, you be surprised. So there's one um, in Soma. Some uh, some Arab Americans run it, and uh, yeah, like literally, they got Mitchell ice cream, and then right next to it, they got the proskies, and then next to that, they got like the fruit got salad and alcohol. Know. They got the bottles. Of, some of them got the bottles of alcohol in there with them, the little club bottles, and uh, yeah. Heck of snacks, you know what I mean? It's it's um those are the best it's, it's, bro. Yeah, oh it's it's so good, bro. It's uh, they have a they have a chicken and cheese one, but ain't nothing like the beef and cheese though, man. I mean it hits Yo. the spot in a way that's amazing. Yo, when I when I was a kid, I had my first grocery from Victoria Market on Randolph. Shout out mm. to Lake, shout out to Lakeview. Because what right, I did right. what I did was different from anybody. I had my first grocery took a few bites 
and in the car with my mom. My mom got it for us. Uh, just got out of elementary school, was young. And uh, she pulls off while I'm eating it. Never had a Peroshki in my man. I almost cried. I wanted her oh. to go back and get another Peroshki. The next oh. day after school, I was not supposed to go down to Randolph at all. Mm. Mm. After school, I went straight down to Randolph. Come on. Peroshki, went to the went to the window and he's like, I pointed at the one I wanted. And as he's grabbing it, I said, No, no. Two mm. of them. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> wait, 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 hi, hi. Here's here's a little side note about the genius I was as a kid. I said, wait, mm. this is because I'm looking around. I'm at the I'm at Victoria Market. They got the yeah. little tea right there where you get the Peroski. I said, wait, slice it open, put some cheese in there. The dude wow. looked at you look, yeah, that's what he said. He looked at me, his mouth dropped. He <laughs> said, Wow, kid, never had that request before. Damn right, <laughs> made that. <laughs> it's a, it's a, uh, normally, normally a walk, normally a walk from Victoria Market up or Zaba to where I live would be 15 minutes, maybe, because you know, the hill, right? It man, it probably took me like two hours to get on it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I man, I got in so much trouble. That that is that is ambitious, man. I, I've never been that bold. Let me tell you what what ha- has happened to me though. And it's the reason why I don't eat um, hot pockets anymore. Man, I remember I was living in Oakland, and you know I, I used to be on the most horrible diet, bro. Like when you're a single guy and you have another single roommate, you know your Friday nights are. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Your Friday nights consists of like the church's chicken, but before you even go to churches, right? You got to go to the corner store and get you like some funyuns, yeah. You know, fr- some some sort of fruit punch, yeah. And a and a, and a beef and cheese hot pocket. And I don't know. Oh, I must have just been. Like, oh my! That was the first ever hot pocket, along with the ham and the cheddar. Oh yeah! And, and, then, and you gotta get like a snack too, right? Some like cookies or something like that, or whatever. So I remember, I'm like, man, I couldn't wait to just tear this down, bro. I put it in the microwave. I I, I had my timing right. Everything was on the ambiance, bro. I took that thing out, man. It looked like. Freaking Golden Gate Park in my hot pocket, bro. Yeah, man. Straight yeah. green. I was like, oh, I mean, I get, I was like, oh, this is, I felt so disrespectful. Like, and, you know, again, shout out to the, the, the people in the hood with the liquor stores. They'll sell us expired food like it's nothing. Hey, bro, that's why I never, that's why I stopped messing with the Red Hots. The Red Hot Burritos, I stopped messing with those. Because, oh, because exactly. here's the thing. When, when when they had when they had the regular red hots, it was all good. When mm-hmm. they started coming out with the monster red hots, nobody yeah. nobody was really buying the monster red hots. So if you came up on a monster red hot and it, it, it had mm. a little green spot on it, I mean, you know, I stopped buying them, man. Yeah, bro, it, it's it's um, you know, speaking of burritos, man, you just brought something to my attention. When I was a kid, bro. Um, you know, we used to shop at Costco a lot, right? I don't know if you, like, I feel like shopping at Costco when, when you're a kid is way better than when you're an adult. 
one because you're not paying two hundred dollars when you only came in there for like almonds and you know some cookies or something. But um, <laughs> my uncle, my uncle and aunt would always let me get a snack, or you know, I can pick one, right? So for me, it was like again, fat boy, you know, protocol here. It would be Foster Farms chicken chicken patties. Oh my god. The wait, 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 wait. You talking about the round ones? The round Yeah. Oh my god. The chicken Dude. patties. Dude, the chicken oh. patties, bro. Like you all you had to do was throw them in a the microwave for like two minutes and then put yeah. them on. Oh my. They didn't even have to be crispy. They just had to be hot. <laughs> yeah, bro. It, I mean, it was a delicacy. But but that was, I just remember that was I, I had like a couple of my go-to. Oh, but the geez. one go-to, I'm gonna tell you, bro, this used to be my breakfast, was the Monterey burritos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to, the, yeah. When they first the came beef, out, I know what you're talking Oh, uh, bro. I would eat those like Tic Tacs, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, because they had the real cheese in them too. Uh, uh it was it, it was still real food. It wasn't it, it? Didn't go to the process mode yet. And so, I got. I remember that, bro. I remember I would have my hot pocket for breakfast. I mean, just horrible microwave kids. Yeah, I have, yeah. yeah. With the plastic on, still. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. Almost like, almost like the plastic. Let me know if it was heated up or not, bro. How, mind you, the plastic is melting into my food. You know. How, how else is the burrito gonna get soft if it doesn't sweat? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like his blanket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my, gotta, my burrito has a fever. But you, you can't know? let it sweat too long because then it starts to get tough and shit. You got then you have to chew on the edges uh, for hella long. Yeah, man. I'll be like, maybe heck of crunchy. But no, but that's when you know you're having a good day when you would microwave it right and it'd be the perfect softness. You'd be like, yeah. Like, yeah. If you know you're not going to bite any cold parts of it. You're going to get the full maximum warmness and cheesiness. I mean, bro, like, I would eat it and the steak would like stick in my teeth. I'm like, oh, this is real. And so, hell yeah. Um, of course. Of course, I look at it now. It'd be like twenty-five grams of fat, and you know, like six hundred <laughs> grams of sodium. <laughs> it'd be like death, bro. I'm like, whoa, yeah. I'm it. But I, I, I miss those. I say that because I was at Costco. It's crazy, bro. Like as as a as an older guy, how I go to like Costco now, right? Like I went there, and I got. Um, I was trying to get some like some Adidas sweats or something like that. And then I had a backup plan. And I said, I'm only going to buy stuff I can carry, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, so I wound up getting like some, some hand soap. Um, you ate from, I forgot what the Costco? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. I bought some you said I'm only going to get stuff I can carry from Costco. <laughs> yeah. That for sure keeps me out of trouble. Bro, I I was at, I don't know like Costco, shout out to Costco, unofficial sponsor, but uh, I was at Costco and uh, bruh, it was like people were hitting each other with their cars like crazy, like you know how you get clipped in the back of the the foot when someone's like they're not paying attention. It was a whole mess of that, bro. People were literally speeding down the hours. I'm like, where's everyone going? Why? And um. Is that is it because the city is locking down? Frisco is locked down again, right? 
Yeah, it's it's so we were we were tear yellow, and then uh, we're now purple, and then after purple comes red, and so but purple's pretty bad, you know. I mean, I looked I looked at the numbers, you know. Um, we've had like twenty deaths in like a couple months, but I mean, in, in terms of the rate of, I mean, the deaths aren't aren't high for San Francisco. We're still like one sixty. But then I was looking at the numbers in the neighborhoods, right? Get this. In the, mis- in the Mission District, 2,000 confirmed cases. Yeah. Wait, wait. All together, like this year or in one day? This year. Oh, okay. 2,000 confirmed cases. In Bayview, 1,800. Yeah. Is that the highest? And then... Yeah, that's the... Um, that's the highest, yeah, bro. And it's crazy because again, it, it's the it's the black and brown neighborhood, right? Like, you think it's because you would think that's where most of the essential workers come from, or do you think it's deeper than that? I think it. I think it is essential worker. I think also, um, man. I, I I I think you know. So when I'm in both areas, right? Right. Like I was in the mission maybe last week a couple weekends ago and I was pulling through you know I did my big lot run you know got went to big lots and then um, I was like I gotta get a burrito and <laughs> the quality of burritos is... <laughs> you like that, you like that pivot bro <laughs> I was like no, no. <laughs> seriously bro I've been having a lot of problems <laughs> with finding a good burrito in the city, right? Like it'd it be like uh, hecka generic, it'd be hella salty. Dude, I broke it. They don't. Sweat. They don't. How the fuck do you break? Bro, laughing. God, bro. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> hey, I've ordered a. Bro, how you order a super burrito and the only thing in there is rice and beans and meat? It's not a super burrito. Nah, this was a. Yo. You must have went to a gentrified burrito spot or some shit. Yeah, accessible, you know, accessible. Yeah, and I, um, I hate it. I hate the, it. The, there's only a, there's only a few burritos that taste the same every time I go, and of course it's Farlitos, um, uh, uh, Senor Sizik, which I love. They're not like a traditional burrito spot, but they make the California burritos where they put the chicken and the French fries in it mm, with I- the sour cream and guacamole. It's so good. You can get like spicy. I mean, it is. The I might get one this weekend. Um, they were one of my go-to's. It's so good. I just had my um, first one last week from Del Taco. Trash. Oh yeah, no, you can't get that. No, you gotta get Senior Sizzle, bro. These guys are so good that the <laughs> taco truck turned into a restaurant. That's how. That's how successful they became. Oh, that's hard. That's hard. Crazy. Bro. Yeah, they're on Twentieth and Valencia, so. Um, they're right across the street yeah. from my brother who sells eight dollar lemonades. I'm not sure if he's even open. We were gonna meet up there one time, right? And it, I, re- I remember that. I, I remember you telling me about them. Yeah, I, it was crazy. I was at Lamones. Uh, I, I was. I had lunch with the executive director of my organization, and a couple other brothers, and he treated us to Lamones, bruh. I was a little scared. It was outside, but um, the food was so good, man. Lemons on 16th of Valencia. Shout out to Lemons. Mm. Your 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 chicken fries uh, with soy sauce. 
Uh, I mean, fried chicken and French fries. Tremendous. Wow. Even the chicken itself, the way they cook it is so flavored, so savory, so chewy. I mean, I, I we had a um, this thing. It was like mussels and and shrimp. They had like this lemon kind of dressing on it. It was. I'm not even a seafood guy like that. And I was like under the sea. I was singing that. What was it like with a uh, pasta, or was it like an appetizer? This is so good. Ah. Uh. It was the appetizer. Right the appetizer. Taste that, man. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't want to share. I, I want to get my own plate because the fries were amazing. But it was good. You got to eat around. They had like amazing, um, uh, yeah. Brussels, Brussels sprouts, uh, Brussels sprouts. Um, and this is was something they had. It was, it was, like, it was uh, like a okay Lamont gotcha. on Sixteenth Valencia. Yeah, it's four. It's four, it's four blocks from. From uh, Senior Sizzik, that's the like the newer burrito. They call it uh, Surfer Turkey mm. Burrito, where they put the French fries in it. So good, bro. I mean, like every time I eat it, it's, it's tremendous. But so I, I said to say it was it was getting hard, bro. Trying to find a, a, a burrito. I mean, I'm trying to find a spot that's closer to me, right? Because going to the mission is like kind of going out the way. And um, this with gentrification, the quality of restaurants has yeah. gone down. Yeah. You know, it feels like right. Like, there's a burrito place right by me, but the burritos are like fourteen dollars. Mm. They're not. They don't hook it up. Are they big burritos? They don't like. Are they like the? You know what I'm talking about? Nah, bro. When you when you can't taste the guacamole and the sour cream immediately, it's a bad burrito. It's a bad. If I got if I get to get five bites into it. To even remotely yeah. taste the sour cream, you failed. You failed. At least for Alitos, I said I have to say so. So I'm, I'm I'm coming down from Big Lots. I'm walking down, and um, bro, it just looked like a crap show. I mean, it was like COVID hangout. You know, cast selling stuff. Like everybody's no hella close. There's hella street vendors. <clears throat> what was crazy. cool? No masks. A lot of people had masks. A lot of people didn't have masks. I mean, it was just, it was, it was. It's almost like now you could, you, you know, where you go to spots where it's like, <laughs> oh, COVID is here, because it's just how it feels and how people yeah. are hanging out. It's like, oh yeah, COVID is kicking it right now, you know. And so it made sense. It, it, it made me not want to stay around long. I wound up going to La Corneta because La Corneta they do surf and turf too. They do steak and shrimp burritos, steak and shrimp nachos. But they do a super baby burrito. They do a super baby, so I can get a, a grilled hey, chicken super baby burrito time for that man. with a strawberry because fresco. Some places refuse to do a super baby burrito. You know what I'm saying? It's, come on, do I pay extra just for you to make a small right. one like that? I'm like, nah, you just pay the regular price and get the large. I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah. No, I can't finish a lot. I mean. I literally would have to like have worked out for a couple hours. Didn't really eat to be able to, to take down uh, um, to take yeah. down a, a full El Farleo's burrito. 
I mean, you're gonna you're gonna pay for it as you get older. You know, we're in our forties now. You're you're gonna pay for it. You're gonna have to lay down. You're gonna have to think about why you did that. You have to. Man, you're so stupid. Hey, so stupid. Oh, There's a so spot good. in Oakland on Foothill. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, uh, just after High Street. Uh, I think it's like maybe a block block away from the uh, Hell's Angels Club that has this um, burrito. No lie, mm. man. The size I say from the tip of your middle finger to your elbow <clears throat> for about uh, it, I, yeah, oh, man, it, I, twelve no, inch burrito, right? Than twelve. I think it's, it's has to be like more than like about maybe like fifteen or so. Um, it's what, what, bro? When I say like you have to hold it like a baby, you you literally have to hold it like a baby, and when you do, it's taking up your whole space. Like it, it's just. Yeah, man. Yeah, and 15 bucks. Right. No, but that's how they trick but that's how they trick you though. So the new hustle now, right? Especially if you go to taco yeah. trucks or these, you know, not not the homie spots, right? Is they'll, they'll say, um, they'll be like, Hey, do you want a you want a large torta? Um you're thinking, mm, okay, you, you know, you can't be that much bigger than the actual torta. And then they give you this freaking, <laughs> they give you two sandwiches, basically, right? And it'd be like, yeah, it's $20. Like, $20? You know, more like $10. But, like, that, they got me twice like that. I'm like, one in Oakland and one in San Francisco. I'm like, I, I asked for a torta first. They said, you want a large? I'm like, um, sure, it can't be that much price difference, right? $20. And I'm like, bro, how am I going to eat this, bro? Like, how am I going to consume? So, yeah, just the quality of food. So, yeah. I, so, I say that to say that, that I see I see the statistics playing itself out in the city because, you know, like, even in Bayview, right? Like, uh, on Palou, you know, you have the homies out there, the OGs, yeah. folks out, you know, Great. not wearing masks, kind of whatever. <sighs> and, um, you know, there's a lot of apathy, a lot of you know, uh, a lot of people checked out. A lot of kids are checked out. You know, SFUSD. Hey, you know what's crazy, bro? COVID is the new minority, man. It, it, it pay attention to how people cheat. <laughs> what? Hey, my bad. How hell? Every time everybody what? listening right now, I apologize. <laughs> Marijuana is legal in California, <laughs> and I gotta. I have a chopper. Oh my gosh. I have like the three house. of them lined up in front of me. I just for this occasion, bro, we're kicking it. But listen, COVID oh is, I, it just hit me when you were talking about people wow. uh, showing up to a spot and seeing people without a mask. You remember back in the day, man, when mm-hmm. we when when people used to talk about pulling up to the spot and seeing too many black people or too many Mexican people or too many this and too many that and leaving? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah, so guess say the that new now. Is. We're, we're, we're gonna go to the next one. We're, we're gonna go to the next exit. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I was I was telling somebody, man. You know, because you know everyone's kind of worried now about you know COVID and catching it. I was like, man, I survived Juneteenth at at, at, at Lake Marion, Oakland, man. I mean, you talk about the COVID. Um, the COVID get together was for sure on Juneteenth. I mean, 
I've never seen that many people That's crazy. come you know, together in one place. Masks, man. No masks. You know. Wow. People wearing no masks, bro. So here's I the, mean, I mean, it's like I mean, me, crazy, it, bro. It, it um, takes on a different meaning because, of course, you don't want to. I, I don't like getting sick at all, but when you think about um, uh, the right. The, the the health you know the the for example I have asthma so if um you know something like this me catching asthma yeah well I had I had a uh, pneumonia for the first time in 2018 ever and it scared the hell out of me it scared the hell out of me only because I couldn't stop coughing mm. no matter how much I tried to clear my throat more stuff was just coming up in my throat. It got to the point where I was just choking on on this uh, clear phlegm coming up. Mm. And you, then you think about things that are going on now and what, what's going on. But like they're dumping bodies in buildings, like literally just walking away from people. You know, and, and it's scary, man. I don't know about, nobody wants to go out like mm. that. You know, your family can't go in the hospital, that kind of thing. So, you know, know. Like, it, 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 it's almost like domestic violence. Like, you live with it for so long, it becomes a thing where, well, maybe it's not really as bad as it would, you know? It's just, it's just, it's just it's like this, you know? Maybe we can. And then you become relaxed. Yeah. Then you get out, you just start doing shit with no mask on. Yeah. Man, you know, you know how many people I would love to go on on first dates with that I, I just can't. First world problems. I can't. You know, um, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Hilarious. Yo, how is the dating oh, now, man? Because like, <laughs> like what, what do you do? Like, what do you what do you like? Let's meet up later on Zoom. Yeah, pretty much. You know. Um, a lot of talking uh, you know, on the phone or FaceTiming. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I deleted a day nap. I'm like, man, this thing's a complete total waste of time. Um, you know, the first, you know, in this day and age, the first time I meet a woman, she wants to tell me all about my astrology sign. I'm like, damn, you, I said, you must be doing some detective work because. You know, you should hate all these all this vital information. Oh you're a workaholic and all this kind of I mean, my thing is like I I, I just you know, you're just so serious, you're you're focused. I'm like, yeah, I, I think the thing that um allows me to loosen that up is when I see someone who's on the same path. Or I think they're doing something that impresses me. You know, that I'm like, man, that's dope because I can learn something from them. I, I respect their hustle. I respect, um, you know, what they're doing. And, you know, I, I, I agree with living a simpler life, but I really do value people who are being trailblazers and who are really like breaking, breaking, breaking ground. And so, you know, on, on a day nap, you're not going to necessarily meet a lot of people like that. You'll meet cool people and some good folks, but like honestly, man, um, you know, it, it, the word talks about maximizing your singleness. And I was asking, I was asking God, like, man, have I really maximized my singleness? 
have I really like used up every ounce of it to handle business and and create and vision and and pave uh, and I heard a no straight up and down like nah you know that so I, I really want to be in a season where I, I really know what it feels mm-hmm. like to maximize mm-hmm. me not being in a relationship because someone asked me right now hey let's just go on a trip or you know let's take away time from something I love to do I, I want to be like you know what? I'd rather be here and procrastinate doing it instead of like knowing right. that I'm not occupying that time when I'm with you you know and it's something I want to get better at. I want to be able to knock out what I need to knock out and be good so that I can enjoy some time with someone like unconditioned without having to think about what I'm not doing. Like I could be writing a script right now. I could be doing this or doing that. Um, be Learn how to be present, you know? So um, yeah, I, I, I've kind of I've chalked it up to be like, you know what, man? But yeah, it may not be no dating like that till... I mean, for sure next year, but it, it may be all next year too. Probably not. Probably half of next year, um, if people take the yeah. the vaccine or whatever. But you know, I'm I'm just gonna focus, man. I'm really gonna focus and grind and build and um, because there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of projects. A lot of ideas. There's a lot on my plate, you know, that I, I want to get accomplished and. It's kind of hard to do both if you don't have a good mate and good partner that that gives you that room to do it, but also, you know, encourages you you and inspires you to want to spend time and build on that as well. So I haven't, uh, can't watch that. I I was just going to say, you brought up a good point, bro. Like when you said, um, um, you're not going to meet that kind of person that you're looking for, that you're interested in on that app, right? And then it, while you're talking I'm thinking yeah you're right probably right mm. well, then the question hit me like where, where would you meet somebody like that and you know it, it's amazing man when you say maximize your singleness too um, it, that goes in line with what I'm about to say too man is you're probably going to meet the trailblazer and the innovator while you're trailblazing and you're innovating you know what I'm saying like it, it's like oh you can fly too you're up here. You there you fly? go. I know you. Hey, look at you. And then, you know, you have that kinship and with somebody that can understand right. your plight or just has that respect for you, what you want to accomplish. They'll give you that space. They'll give you that time. It's nothing because they have things mm. that they need to do and accomplish also, or they just have that respect and that love for you and what you have respect and love for yourself, which is maximizing your singleness. How are you not going to know what you're into? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Being single is the perfect time to do that. So while you're doing that, mm. you mm. may come across somebody that's into what you're into. Mm. And, and it may not be, it may not happen in a season or a time frame that you expect right. it to. You know what I mean? Therefore, not having those uh, expectations or, you know, putting it in that box. Around springtime, it might happen. Uh, spring and summer. But if it doesn't, Let's not get discouraged because you might be trailblazing in the wintertime and come across Miss Thing right. in the winter ball. You never know. Right. And, 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 I, and I think I think a big, like you said, bro, a big part of it is, is trust, you know, it's, it's, it's a big thing is trust. Yes. And yes. Man, you got to really say, love man, what you're please doing. Say that shit, and, I, and I feel like, you know, 
you, you got you got to love what you're doing. You know, you you got to. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity right now. You know, there's a lot of a lot of problems and, and, and very little solutions. And there's going to be a lot of healing, as I said. That's gonna it's gonna need to be done. Like it's it's this one like we don't right. know in totality what's happening in households. We can take a guess, right? We know that people are struggling with food. We don't know how, how the rate of kids witnessing domestic violence, kids on drugs. Like the world took a has taken a trauma, yeah, crash course the, this yeah. whole year. You know, like and so the, there's gonna be a lot of like having to patch up and like heal these young people. They're gonna have so many amazing stories to tell. Um, you know, I know I know some people that are starting businesses, like otherwise they would have not got to do that if COVID didn't happen. They realized they were working for establishments that, you know, weren't weren't really helping them. Right. And they got behind their passion and they just worked that passion, right? Like I, I was telling you, I heard this quote where it says, um uh, uh mm. people who create mm. cannot be bitter. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not creating, then then you can, then you can't become bitter. And it makes sense. Like if you're honestly and truly building something and 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 putting your work and time sweat into something, it's hard to even look at what someone else is doing. You know? And I think that's the key to it uh, for depression uh, uh, and all these different things. You got to be building something. You know, loneliness you got to be building something because the building of something, the putting your passion and sweat equity into it, it d- diverts a lot of those emotions. That doesn't mean it can't happen. It doesn't mean it can't still be present. It still can't be, um, you know, around. But I realized the best points in my life is when I was creating, when I was writing scripts, plays, poems. I was occupied with hope in the future, you know, and. You know, I really want to encourage, uh, you know, I, I know there's a lot of, well, there's me right now, and rightfully so, but I just, ref- like, I, it, it's hard to say without thinking I'm going to offend somebody, but right. a lot of people have found their way this year, man. It wasn't easy. Well, many have gotten lost. A lot of people have found their way this year. Oh. Yeah. Hell no. If if and and and, and or if that it they was, did it by themselves, I, I doubt you know what I mean because um, a lot of people got this idea that they have to be a success by themselves, um, that they they have to do it alone, they have to brave the storm, they have to go through right. something really traumatic, and sometimes you can block your <clears throat> blessings by putting more on yourself than what you need to. Um. And like and like you said, man, you know, a lot of people have have yeah. come through this. Yeah. Um, I think in one way or another. Um, because some people may be broke, but they are a, they 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 are wealthy in spirit. They they just you can't knock them down. You know what I mean? And and then you have some people who came up money wise. You know what I mean? And they're able to walk right. around and hold their head up high during the pandemic. You know, um, I think the, the I, I think the biggest thing right. man, that in, in, in all of that is is that is the humanity and all of that stuff, man. Because like you were saying, if you're a creator, 
it's 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 within you create your own happiness, and that I, that makes all of us a a little bit of a creative. You know, it it, so it, it I, you know what do you, what do you yeah yeah after after a certain point of watching TV, you get sick of it. After uh, after a certain point of listening to the same song or the same yeah. CD, you get sick of it. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think when people spend so much time in a house or so much time, you right. know, they, they're going to be faced with themselves. And it's like, well, okay, so what are we going to do with this? Yeah, you know what I was saying? Like, mm-hmm. I said the whole yeah. world is taking a sabbatical, yeah. a forced sabbatical. You know, and sabbaticals are just for that. It's to find yourself. It's to, um, you know, to be challenged. You know, even, you know, I know folks who are two parent households who are raising their kids who, you know, they're, they're going through it. They're, they're fighting through it. They're not going through it. They're fighting through it. They're fighting together. Marriages are, you know, become stronger. You know, some marriages and relationships are, you know, tanking, whatever. But more so, mm-hmm. people are fighting for their blessing even more, even more now, because you know people didn't realize people took for granted how amazing their mate was, and so they finally got to see like, wow, you know, I really had this amazing person that loved me, and I didn't really notice because I was so busy trying to do and be something, you know, and look up. I really believe it, it's the time for tunnel vision look up, it's saying, look you know? how fucking pressure you know, we put on ourselves man what? god damn you gotta be happy you gotta be in love you gotta have a house you gotta have money you gotta have kids you gotta yeah. have a car you gotta have a job god damn that, that, shit but then also you gotta make it home from school you gotta make it to school yeah. you gotta make it to work you gotta make it's, it home it's, from work you gotta get a job a you gotta get into school you gotta get into the right school <laughs> Diabetes, retirement, high blood pressure, retirement. Heart disease, um, cancer. You know what I mean? And then look at all the pressure we put Ooh. on ourselves. And you gotta hit the numbers. You gotta win the lottery at least once in your life. You gotta stun on the grand. Yes, yeah, it, 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 it it doesn't. You know, it like doesn't it, stop. It, just so much pressure, bro. That we're, we're placing right. on ourselves for what? Because if you. Because if you don't, yeah. someone else will. You know, and it, 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 it's 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 crazy, bro. It's crazy to see. Um, it's crazy to see what people yeah. will ignore. You know, and of the of these feelings of like, man, this is an unfair expectation, or this isn't cool, or. You know, man, I need to step it up. You know, I have a lot of opportunity, and I'm watching it go by. And I, 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 I for me, I'm thankful for the quiet because I can hear God clear. You know, I can, I can definitely hear that struck. So, I was talking to someone uh, today about promotion, right? And someone told me I would begin a promotion this year, right? And it, it can go either way. It could be spiritual. It can be financial, right? So. Uh, I want to actually get a promotion before I got that word, right? And sometimes some of them go, go, um, 
they go back right to, to see and if that's actually true or not and so uh, basically what, what had happened was that wasn't it wasn't that wasn't the only promotion it was something more right because I'm like oh I, I just felt like there was more to it and so I was talking to somebody a person who's um, who's staying and they were like will you get a the person who gives you a promotion Oftentimes that means you're gonna have to spend more time mm. with them because they're gonna want you yeah. to get it right with whatever they're doing, right? And so for me, it was God that gave me the promotion, and so that means I have to spend more time, right? Figuring out, understanding what does that look like, you know? And a lot of it's mm-hmm. been downsizing. I'm still working on it, you know. Um, downsizing, you know, being being a lot more of a minimal minimalist. You know, being able to fit all my stuff. Uh, because last year when I moved, I, I just, I had too much, bro. I had too much. It was it was, a, it was a tunnel. I didn't really spend no time going through it, going over it. And, man, I've been doing that, bro. And it's been, it's been truly dope what this has set me up for. The not having so many dependents, dependent, not having so many things I'm dependent on to be happy. And really just my grind and my vision and my purpose and God is being the thing that wakes me up every day. Now, do I like to go to Target? Yes, I do, unfortunately. That's sometimes yeah. when, when it's a tough day, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to Target real quick. But, then I said, yeah, shopping therapy. But everything else, though, is it's um, it's that. What, what about you, bro? T- talk to me about, like, this year and, you know, going against your podcast. Because some things that I revealed to you, man, and I know you heard some things, and there's been some, you know, some planning and stuff. Well, well first, first, what, thing, what has I been that moment for you, bro? What knowledge, been that what you just said, you? I, um, because that's huge, bro. Um, during this quarantine, a lot of, a lot of us have been privileged uh, to have gotten that word or that, that just been able to hear our spirit talking to us, or to hear a spirit or the spirit talking to us, and and, and in those times. Um, whether or not right. you move when you need to move, it's gonna say a lot about whether or not you receive that word. You know, whether you, you receive mm-hmm. those blessings or the fruit from that word, um, whatever yeah. it is, man. And I just want to commend you on getting up and moving, man. When you yeah. have, when you had to move, because a lot of times we 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 have excuses. We have more than enough excuses not to move Amen. when we know we should get up and get off our ass and move we you know we'll, we'll we'll get a word like man you better go get those clothes out the dryer or you, you better you better go check the check the check the front door and make sure it's locked sometimes right. we'll get those and we won't do it but sometimes we will and and, and sometimes right. it is locked and, and the next time we get that that man you better go check the front door make sure it's like nah i ain't getting up i already know it's locked we just cocky we confident we are Nah, all right, all right. You know it's locked. Wake up, it's something's mm. missing. Front door is is ajar a little bit, you know. And, and, mm. and it's in it's in those times when we get cocky that we're mm. taught the biggest lesson. It's in those times that we're taught, mm. taught the biggest lesson. So I just I I, I just want right exactly, man. And uh, none Humility. of us are uh, We're all gonna have our time where we get a little cocky, maybe or. You know a little bit ahead of ourselves um but 
No, but I, I, but honestly, bro, like for me, get, getting credit, you know, like the the insecurities of being someone who, you know, has been rejected so much of like now I'm like yeah I want you know I want people to know who I am, and I, and it was crazy when I didn't want that, doors opened when I said no nah, mm. let people find out about me organically exactly how about you find out about yourself first no how no I just you find out about yourself? exactly like you want when else to good God. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I really got I really got challenged this year, man, and in an amazing way. I'm still being challenged, you know, about just basic discipline, you know, follow through, you know, getting you know getting back to the things that got me successful. You know, I, I know we fight procrastination as artists; it's a natural painkiller, you know. Um, but learn how to beat that, right? Learn how to like, all right, man, we're gonna stay on top of stuff. And uh, really be disciplined, and I, I, I just hope people ha- have gotten those times and you know, like experiences, to just be still and just hear the thing that we suppress, right? That our soul is crying for like a lot of um, justice, you know, whether it's people or or it's them, you know, like. Exactly. So I, I, I think it's it's a, it's a pivotal time. Well, what, what, let's talk yeah. about your um, let's talk about the podcast, bro. You know, so again, you were the one who inspired me to do the podcast. You're the one who inspired me to do improv with Hob, and you know, um, I, you know, I, I had the equipment for <laughs> over a year and a half before I finally just picked it up, and you know, you're one of those people that helped me do it. And then, and this is my little okie doke. Now that I got you signed to Anchor, my hope is that yeah. all my friends who I interview and sign up now, they start their own podcast. So, uh, let's talk about you, man. Uh, you know, oh, welcome, first you, of all, welcome to the Anchor so, family. Uh, let the audience know we, about what you what you got cooking up. When we, when we did the first episode, um, the, uh, the the podcast was called, I think, the the Real Spit Podcast or something like that, and. Um, one of the places where we could talk about things and get mm-hmm. air things out and and then um you know like you said man I, I was just sitting here one day listening to myself and, and just being really open you know just trying to block everything out just silencing myself basically and um and the thought just it just it just came to me I don't like to say it's God mm. telling me I don't like to say it's the spirit telling me because I don't know I just say the thought came to me because that's where it came you know it came as a thought um but the thought was Mm -hmm. um you're a black man and everything you say is going to be from your perspective as a man and as a black man so why not make this podcast from a black man's perspective because i'm right when i'm looking for podcasts listen listen to I honestly want to hear something that's going to help me as a father, as a man, as a as a as a leader in my community, as a leader in my in my home. And mm. I'm not finding too much of that. You know, it's more um you know, other stuff. So anyway, mm. the black man's heart or the heart of a black man, it, it it just those words just kept coming to me. And um so we so I did it, man, to uh, mm. change the name from the Real Spit Podcast to the Heart of a Black Man. I mean, uh, the Black Man's Heart. I'm sorry, the Black Man's Heart Podcast. 
and uh, we have uh, we have about five episodes recorded mm. already. I'm um, mm. gonna get this out, and um, yeah, bro. So you're the first, um, you're the Dope. first episode, and then of course you're gonna be a returning guest, man, because you know, this you know we're 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 looking to have an array of guests, but I also want my brothers to just come through on a regular basis and we chop it you know we just and, and this is not exclusively men you know we're, we we have to have women on the podcast we have to have sisters on the podcast because we cannot just get one side of the story we can't just get one side of ourselves and think that we're good to go we uh-huh. we, we have to listen to our women we have to listen to the women um, uh-huh. even if they're not our women we have find out what we're doing wrong or how we can change our approach on certain things how we can be there or or be more aware be more consistent um and how we can come together you know because there's when you were talking about dating earlier um you said something interesting how you you were talking about how um women look at you and and i was thinking you know, wouldn't it be dope if women knew oh. that we go through the same shit that they go through? Wouldn't that be f- if if they knew that we get fetishized oh. just like they do? You know, if they knew that we that we get looked at as sexual objects mm-hmm. just like they do, Absolutely. Um, maybe not as bad or maybe not as often. You know what I mean? But we definitely, bro. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's yeah. So, so yeah. we got to come together, bro. The, like, no, that, you know. the, yeah. The, the, so let me ask you this: like, so you're saying you you're, you're creating a podcast, basically, that's addressing a lot of underlying yeah, or that black men, or brown don't men, whatever, feel don't get to have comfortable talk talking about it in the safe spaces. You know, you, you may even have that safe space, but you don't feel like you should expose yourself. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. This is where we talk about all of that, bro, from sexuality to mm. to health to mm. to uh to to toxic masculinity. I mean, every fatherhood, brotherhood. Um, I'm gonna have all five of five all five of my mother's brothers on to talk about growing up as brothers. Um, you know, in in a in a in a political wow. in, a, in a black political family wow. in the sixties, seventies, and eighties, you know, and how they all found the individuality in that. Um, it, it, it's just it's we we just we have stories to tell, man, and I I don't want it to sound like hype. I don't want it to sound like you know it's about it's about to go on somebody's record. No, it, it doesn't have to always be. Uh, to a beat it doesn't always have to sound cool this is just black men this is what we are who we go what we go through and but this is this is not the best of of us you have not seen the best of us yet you know what I mean and 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 I think it's on us as men to make sure right. that 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 happens one day that the best of us does come out one day you know, it's it's on us to keep evolving as men, but we can't do that, bro. We're feeding each other poison and pushing each other right. in the grave. 
it's real and pushing ourselves in the grave so so tell the people man when is it coming out uh the name again when can they expect it um so i, I want to be able to, to to when this comes out probably tomorrow yo I so be able all to i'm waiting on like, is where they can a logo find it, right now logo, all that kind of flash stuff. <laughs> shout out to my home girl rochelle wade um rochelle is working on a, a logo for me mm-hmm. eclipse and design bro um, great dope graphic designer also um, established by a, or established by creators uh-huh. um, graphic design team Lazaro Ruiz and Mario Ruiz hit them up for dope but all I'm waiting for logo and I'm ready to go but logo or no logo uh-huh. I'm publishing the first episode um, December 31st and um, we'll, we'll be ready to go on the new year no doubt hmm Exactly, man. It's, and it's gonna be on all major streaming all platforms. Major, uh, major pla- Anchor, right? streaming platforms. Uh, we're on IG. Uh, we're on Instagram um, as the Black Man's yeah. Heart underscore podcast. Um, we're on Twitter, the Black Man's Heart podcast. And then, uh, if anybody wants to email us with any uh, show ideas or any guest mm-hmm. ideas or any questions that you want us to talk about or any, you know anything that you want us to discuss you can uh email us email is the bmh podcast at gmail.com t-h-e-b-m-h podcast gmail.com so we're on the popping bro hey. we're on the popping so so what's up do you, are you working on a website are you gonna have I, I just renewed my domain so um i'm gonna start getting my stuff ready right. uh this month to start no, on bro, i don't have a website yet man different um, things um just, do you have a website right you want to plus the, the um uh, the audio i i haven't even you know you i i remember you telling me about youtube and i haven't even thought about doing video yet so i think i'm gonna just take it one step at a time for right now and then you know kind of just kind of get down the Mm. The, uh, the basics of podcast because you know this is brand yeah. new to me, man. I'm I'm a fast learner, but you know I want to master this. So I'm I've been listening to all of yours, bro, and right. you have gotten better with each podcast. Like when you started putting the music on there, man, that was that was genius. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, bro. Yeah, I, I you know. I always say this about Anchor, and I'm, I'm finally gonna do a, a, a paid mm. promo for them because they deserve it. Uh, they've made podcasting fun, right? They've made it enjoyable. They made it user friendly. They've given some uh, uh, incredible, um, you know, accessories to be able to, you know, dress up the podcast even better. And they'll pay you, you know, if you start really pulling in amazing numbers and you have a fan base. Um, you know they'll pay you. They'll they'll bring dope because everyone gets paid. And so Anchor is a great company. Um, I, I, I'm I really appreciate them. Shout out to to Sure Open Mic as well. Um, you know Sure, you know definitely with the yeah. podcast equipment, <laughs> Beats by Dre, the headphones. Exactly, I'm, I'm gonna start tagging exactly, on the people man. because my hope is they'll one day be future sponsors, man. You know, like seriously, like um, to be able to do a mobile podcast like this, man, on the iPad and you know, with the with the microphone and the beast, like, I mean, this is so cool, bro. Normally, you'd have to do this in a studio, and it have to be heck of big, and you know, it, it's cool to kind of just do it like this. And um, 
where I'm really thankful too for Anchor is that they're allowing, right. you know, I, I since I can't see you, you know, you're you're, you're not that far, but you're far away. Allow yeah. for this app yeah. for us it's to dope, do man. And, and, I think it's so amazing. You know what I mean? Like uh, per episode, um, you can record it. I, I mean, it's dope for free. You can't, you can't beat that right there, man. And they're in, and they're in the hometown too, bro. So shout out to Anchor, man. Shout out to Anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. With that being said, man, um, anything in closing, bro? Again, I just, I just want to just personally just thank you, man. This is episode ten. Um, you know, we covered a, a lot of stuff. We we really goofed. I, I had a great time just talking about Frisco stuff. But um, I just want to just thank you, bro, again for helping me from episode one and from from no, wilding no, out bro. from that to my being pleasure, here in episode man. ten, my bro. Pleasure, man. Like, like I said, bro, you, it's truly been you, a great journey. Another, thank another, you, bro. We, we met in two thousand five, so uh, fifteen years ago, man. And, and you know what I'm saying, you, bro? You got right. to all three of my kids, right? Um, yeah, I, I mean, come on, man. We're about to make history. Um, and as a matter of fact, I think we're yeah. going to do an episode on the black man's heart. Um, and talk about uh, some of your life growing up, uh, uh, some more of your life growing up, and uh, our first trip to New York. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that, bro. I, I definitely. And then we have we have a podcast in the a can already. A couple episodes I think I've done, um, you know, which is cool. Um, so I'm I'm excited about that, you know, when you when you drop that as well and <laughs> the new one. I definitely want to hey, um do something where I, I hear some bars from I'm, you, man. man I'm ready whenever you versa, are, man. You know? we, so we, 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 the man, next one we do are, actually is bars, bro. And if you want to, we could do uh we can get a uh, we can get an episode with some of the former cast members, man, and maybe we can do some of that run some of that dialogue from back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that'd be heck of fun, bro. If the streets could speak, what would they say? Yeah, well, if man. the streets could speak, what would they say? Body bags coming home. Yo, I, yeah, kids home alone. Yeah, that, that'd that be dope, man, to get like a little uh, reunion show, you know, of uh, Toy Soldiers, the streets are spoken. Uh, definitely look out for that uh, for folks that are listening. Um, there's a play that me and Barry did. I'm finally um, going to add some stuff to it and just release it you know just have it on Vimeo um, coming out uh, probably early next year um, it's called Toy Soldiers it's about um, healing from gun violence and forgiveness and Barry is the star of the show you know what I mean steals the show and um, we've had an amazing journey with this show going across the country seeing how art could change people's lives in an instant that's why I go so hard, you know. That's why I'm gonna be going so hard. So I'm, I'm not even Word. on that end. Be, I'm not gonna speak too much on, on what's in in the works right now. There's Word. some amazing stuff. Yeah, I definitely. Well, definitely uh, when we talk about it, it's gonna be, it's happening. You know, I, I definitely don't want to talk don't talk about stuff that's not in the. But definitely, I want to announce that yeah, Toy Soldiers is gonna be released with the original music on Vimeo. Um, I want to share the vision with everybody and, um show them and I, I my hope is that this thing is picked up you know becomes a netflix show and or we can do it live again uh with a little remodel a little 
we twist to it. Um, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I just look forward to touring with you, man, and like hitting the road, and just doing different dates and doing the stuff we do. I, I miss, I, I, when I say, I thoroughly miss that stuff. I miss it, you know. And I feel like now yeah. I have the courage to say that and do something about it. And so um, we're, you, y'all gonna hear us talk a lot more about just touring stuff and plays and. Uh, writing, you know, we're really gonna get a lot more technical in future episodes um, as we go deep about our lives, but really about the craft as well. Exactly, man. It, what it, makes it's, it so amazing. It's one of the dopest things to be around a group of artists. You know what I mean? No matter what they so, do, no matter what kind of art they do, it's just it's just dope to be around that kind of energy, man. It, that that's mm-hmm. why New York was so sick. It was just being in a in a in a artsy environment with artsy people doing artsy shit and loving it every day. You know, it, it that was that was the beauty of it. And, and, and real quick, man, I just want to um, send a quick uh, shout out <laughs> to um, uh, um, um, some of the some of the people that have been killed recently, man. Um, just it, it's a, a lot of this that's going on, brother. Like we're seeing a lot of young, yeah, man, black people being killed, and male and female. Uh, a lot of babies being murdered um, during this pandemic. We've seen babies murdered, man. Mm-hmm. and a lot of it is happening right here in the Bay, um, in the city. Uh, rest in peace to everybody. Um, I just, I, I, I want, I want it to be known that none of this is going unfelt. Some, of it, some of it may go unheard, but believe me everybody is feeling it in San Francisco man and if you come across somebody mm. that 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 isn't feeling it it's because they just they they right. they're not a part of the city in that way but believe me this city the bay area is hurting right now man because we're losing so many people collectively as a people we're losing so many people right now it, it mm. just in the United States alone due to murder um so I just want to shout out to those fans into those babies that uh, have lost their parents, man. Right. Yeah, no, thank you for that, B. Definitely Chi and the young homie from Sunnydale. Uh, I think little little Yace. Um, and a lot of other people. It's been crazy. But yeah, we definitely need some healing. And, um, you know, it's time for the artists to rise up and, and be the healers and the prophets the world needs. So if you got a pen and, and, and you got a story and, <clears throat> and you think you could heal it, please contact us. Let us know. <clears throat> We're definitely looking to um, build some writers, build, build, build a, a community of people yeah. as well who really want to change the world, you know, with their writing. And, you know. Again, yeah, man. Yo, it's, you too, it's, huh? it's, it's been it's been great, B. You know, it's always good chopping it up. It's always good, you know, checking in. Uh, despite this pandemic, man, this, this is this is a highlight, bro. Just to sit down and talk with you, and you know, we'll we'll get in more um, as we start talking about like specific stuff. Like, I definitely, I look forward to us talking about Harlem. I, I think I, I think about Harlem a lot, man, and um, I look forward to breaking down those trips with you because I'm pretty sure there's things you remember that I don't. But um, the way Harlem and that experience has shaped my life and um, yeah. and just like, man, like just the impact, bro. You know, New Yorkers don't really show love like that. And 
for that city to, to protect us. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you, man. Oh, um, shout wow. out to the co-founder of the New Recompose Cafe. Um, he passed recently. You know? Yeah, he passed, man. So wow. um, I want to pay respect and love to the... To wow. the oh, man, I wanted to meet him when we were out there. To the OG. Um, he said somebody... Think he yeah. had been sick for a while. I, I mean, yeah. We're talking um, about uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm, I, I, uh, I, I want to believe a. that. Um, uh, ow. Uh, ow. No, it was um, yeah. Uh, Angelo, um, you made me look it up, man. Algorand, yeah, that's what it was. Yes, yes, yes. Miguel Algorand. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, man, it's sad, bro. He he, he was, it was uh, Afro Boricua. And, um, okay. Yeah, I saw him in the the movie. Um, and then I think I heard a soundbite. Um, but yeah, to hear that made me sad, bro. You know, but I mean, I, I want to leave a legacy like that. As, as a, you know, as we'll talk more in future episodes about leaving an artistic legacy and space yeah. for young people in San Francisco and the Bay Area, but particularly San Francisco, to have like their place to share poetry. It doesn't exist right now. There's not a place for them to go to share their work and to um, be heard and um, I got some big things and we'll talk offline about it I definitely need your prayer and support but um, you know we're going to make some big moves man to to, to restore uh, uh, this homegirl I was talking to you know she's from D.C. she's doing theater out here um, in the public schools and you know she was like thinking about going home and she, and she said um, God told her that no nah, you can't leave yet because wow. San Francisco is going to come back alive Shut up, again. You know, she, she heard that from God's voice. Like the city, yeah, the city. She's from DC, so she's not even from here. But she said the city's going to come back alive again, and um, and I believe it. I believe we're, we're due for a revival. We're due for another renaissance, and I believe it's it's kind of happening with like Black Wall Street and SF Black Wall Street and all these other things. Shout out to Tanisha and them. Um, but we need the arts strong. We need the arts strong. Um, it's a it's a good sign of a healthy community, and uh, you know Bayview is, a, is the only African American arts and cultural district, and so we're really going to put that to the test. You know, we're going we're going we're going to really see, you know, because um, I, I know some amazing young people right now who are raw, who are gifted, and I want to make sure that they have, a, yeah. um, you know, a, a, a takeoff lane and, and a landing strip for them to come as they please you know an airport for them to land for them to go and to be sent from you know um and so there's a lot of work a lot a lot of paving but you know god made me for it and so i'm just excited bro i'm excited for what's gonna happen for our city um i'm praying that you know again you can even move back that two brothers like us can really afford to live in the city because yeah, it was, um, uh, it was I mean, it'd be amazing shot. for the kids to. Yeah, it was. A... <laughs> Man, I know you said they didn't do good with the coughing, San but was a sh- <laughs> um, it was a culture shock for the kids. Man, they had never ever heard 
kids their age, which was kindergarten, yeah. first and second grade. Um, yeah. First, second, and third grade say the N word or cuss <laughs> or. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, he came home. He I came should home be laughing. <laughs> Can you imagine like, the first time was a kid someone calls you the N word? Like, What's wrong? What? At first, he wasn't crying. He was sitting in the back seat, looking out the window, all sad and shit. He's in the third grade, and I'm like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "Nothing." I'm like, what mm-hmm. the "Fuck you, mean nothing?" <laughs> like, like somebody just socks you in the back of the. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's alright. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone until you say something. I said, right here. Daddy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. he said, these, these boys, they cussed at me and I had to cuss back at them, Daddy. I didn't want to cuss at them, Daddy. I had to cuss at them because they cussed at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, it, it, it was so. Oh, I'm it, curious it, to see what he said back. Yeah, to you, bro. you know, it, it's like it's one of those things where, as a father, I'm a doting father. Like yes, I sir. love to love my kids. It's one of those things where, like, as a father, you like, you like, oh damn, mm-hmm. I, you know, because he lost a little bit of innocence that day. But then it's another thing. Because I'm like, good, <laughs> good. Because he had to get past that hurdle, and it's good that he gets past it now, rather than think the world is a perfect mm. place and get to the age of 17 or 18 and then get called a nigga by somebody that looks like him and then it fucks him up to the point where he wants to hurt somebody or hurt himself. You know what I mean? Let me let me get him through this little part and explain to him why kids his age are saying those things. Mm. It's because they repeat what they hear at home, and they feel like they they don't have the supervision, and now they can say those things like they're like they're people that they heard say them at home. So, you know, I explain that to him, and he's like, "All right," and I'm like, "Hey, man, whatever you do on the schoolyard, mm. that's what you have to do to survive. Just make sure that it's none of your friends that are bringing that energy around you, because if that's the case, then you need to get new friends." And if you and your friends are around that, then you take your friends and you leave and you go play with some other kids that are not like that. And these are just tricks of the trade that I hope he carries with him throughout life. Because sometimes as young boys, we become, uh, we become uh, um, codependent on our friends because it's so hard to make for so awkward making friends as a child. Um, that the first people that we mm. become bonded with, that's usually who we stick with, whether they're toxic or not. And as kids, you don't know if somebody's toxic. But dig this, if somebody is punching you or somebody is body slamming you or somebody is humiliating you as a kid, um, that's toxic. We as adults see that. But as a kid, you just think, oh, this is just how we play. This is just what we do. And so... I had to kind of show my kids that difference when somebody is bullying you and disrespecting you versus when a friend is playing with you, you know, that kind of thing. Because the last thing I want to do, bro, is send my kids to school in a bully culture mm. and they're not aware of what bullying is. 
you know they look at it as just something that happens with friends you know mm. 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 yeah man I, I, yeah and it's, it's important to protect their innocence in a world that's continually trying to pervert it, distort it. Teachers, bro, you remember we were walking amazing. down the street, and you know, that that they don't have to worry about that. Past that school, and we heard that teacher yelling at the at the students, telling them to shut up. You remember that? Yeah, no, um, in Manhattan, we we had just left the uh, yeah, I think spot, so. and, and we the, were and the walking Bronx? towards the subway, towards the um towards the uh towards the uh falafel spot the little you know part towards in that direction and that's and, and we were walking past the school and we heard the teacher shut up shut the hell up sit back sit down and she was just screaming at the kids but see what 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 some of our students have have dealt with um in in, the, in san francisco is mm. institutional type shit where 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 um where they'll be held back where they'll be yeah. treated a certain way and discouraged from learning and and a lot of times we don't talk about how students are discouraged from learning mm-hmm. you know and, and how that affects the mind it's very subtle mm. it's very very subtle man. Mm. so we we you know I just that I want part. to encourage all the parents students man just 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 you know, don't just send your kid out the door. Mm. Kind of just give them a little bit of something every day. And if you're doing it already, congratulations. If not, try it. Just practice a little bit every every other day. Just give them a little wisdom, a little knowledge. Check in mm. with them. You know. Yeah. No, they they, they need it, man. And I mean, I, I think I think that's the the best way. To like wrap wrap the the bow around this uh, with so many parents going through it with their kids, you know, me being at, at, at the high school I'm at and just hearing these weekly reports of like, and most of our moms, you know, um, they're having a hard time, you know, and we got we got we have to we got to support our parents, we got to embrace them to make healthier decisions for their kids, and shout out to the ones that are, you know, I, I got youth still coming to our center even during the pandemic, you know, we're going to have to probably shut down because the, the numbers, but um, we have some good parents in our, in our organization and um, they're doing an amazing job despite everything, you know, commuting heck of far and yeah. you know, used to live in San Francisco and having to move out of town, but yet working in San Francisco. So I just, I, I just, I, I, I salute the single dads who are holding it down, who are, you know, who are, who are, who are killing it. Uh, the the brothers who are married, sisters who are married, who are holding each other down right now, I just want to shout them out. And, and the single mamas, you know, all those who are um, doing their best to, to to keep their babies together as they close their door and they're crying and bawling their eyes out. Yeah, yeah, doing their bro. best to hold together. We and, and shout out to you and, too, man. Um, um, you've been working yeah, with babe, you for a long it's been time, great, bro. Um, since you were you, you've been working. It was, it was fun. But <laughs> you were. I- you were mm. a kid helping kids. Like, I know, it, man. It's like, yo, you've been what's, in this what's for going so long, on, here? man? I don't even know if you know that you're a superhero. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you? I don't know. I'm serious. How do you? 
do you think somebody oh. told do you think somebody told and this is just hypothetical what if what if what if what if Superman what if Superman was so used to yeah. hiding his powers that he forgot he even had them do you think he would do you think he would be happy do you think what do you think he do you think he would be mm. uh like a functioning normal person or do you think he would be like afflicted like something is just you know he would be like one of those creepy dudes you could tell something is off about him. I, I think he's the kind of guy that wants to have like a regular life but yeah. when when he he has a compass when stuff is bad that he has to turn on this thing to help people you know and I think he wants to, he just wants a balanced life you know a life where he could be in love and do that but he knows that a byproduct of him being who he is puts his family in danger you know and so I think a lot of that is him trying to shield his own family but a part of it is just like if I don't do this, no one else is. No one else can be Superman. You know, no one else can be. That's um, going to leave a, a building at a single bound. And like, Superman is a foundation, and he's doing his best to fight off all these things so that he can have peace. You know, as very much that's my goal too, right? I do this work so that um, I can empower other people to take the mantle, so I can have peace and chill and. Um, but you know that that's a that's a lofty goal you know the life of a prophet or person is you know <laughs> there's no such thing as like just peaceful shit there's a part of it of, of, of resting and retiring and enjoying that time but i still think i got a lot of good years and um that i want to contribute and give amen. and get healthier amen and go and on the, go on an amazing run before is, i actually sit down you know not alone before i go home you know what i'm saying so don't don't so, ever feel like that's what i'm at right now man uh, you may not be Superman, bro, but you are a man of steel, yeah. and steel is steel, bro. So I'm glad to have you as a brother, and uh, you know to be with you on this journey, bro. Yeah. I got your back, man. So whatever you're trying to do and whatever you want to do, man, let's do it. Let's get it done, man. Let's let's let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> let's do. It. Amen. Now, real talk. So, so in the improv with hot folks, y'all just got a really dope, insightful. Um, we, we let you ear hustle this podcast. I should just call it ear hustling because uh, we let y'all in, you know, to this amazing conversation and the brotherhood me and Barry have that goes now 15 years. Um, shout out to, to <laughs> Jay Death. He called, he called me instead of calling you. He thought shout I was out. you. Hey. I was like, what? He sounded Rest like, peace, I'm like, Jay Death, what's Rest going peace, on, bro? Cool, uh, cool but, B. But yeah, man, J. Def. Yeah, man. Oh, rest in peace, man. Yo. Um. So yeah. So find us. The Black uh, Man's um, Heart. Again, on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Be looking out for it around the first of January. Yo. Oh. Also. Also. Um, the idea just hit me, bro, when we were talking a minute ago about mm. the uh, rest in peace and everything. Mm. Um, yo, everybody bro. out there, if you want me to give a shout out to your loved ones who lost their lives violently due to violence, mm. police violence, gang violence, whatever it was, if you want us to give them a shout out, um, 
and a moment of silence on the Black Man's Heart podcast. Um, email us. The email is the BMH podcast at gmail.com. The BMH podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know their name. Um, and uh, mm. we'll shout them out. You know, when we do our uh, Stop the Violence episode. Man, so again, the the Black Man's Heart premiering January first, twenty twenty one, and 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 what I have more announcements about different projects Barry's working on, films, Yo, uh, IG plays, all that um, kind of stuff. And, on IG uh, under the uh, Black where, Man's where on Heart media, can they find you underscore that, podcast on Twitter, the Black Man's Heart podcast. So that's that's uh, that's where we are for right now, man. And, you can email us with any uh, suggestions, uh, you know, shout outs, all of that. Hey. hey, man. Yeah, we're, I'm going to put together a nice little email um, and put together a nice little uh, social media thing so that people can follow you. Uh, we'll do what we can to find a, a temporary logo for you, but... Definitely gonna promote the podcast and get you some ah, amazing man, guests. And I look forward to being uh, on it. Uh, Chronically, the years of Hob, man, the, the book mission. of Hob. We're gonna so, talk about the mission, man. We're gonna talk about colored ink. We're gonna talk about the Bravo. Minerva, because right, I know you got some Bravo stories. Mm. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, I do. Oh my gosh, it's, yeah, it's gonna be dope, bro. This is definitely. A uh, shout out to Uncle Joey um, and the Honeydew Podcast, how they're chronicling his life. Definitely inspired um, me to tell mine. So, and it's, a, it's still a young life, you know what I mean? But yeah, I look forward to, to, to just opening up, and especially as this year comes and the world's going to need more people who are vulnerable and who are honest and who are sincere right. and who are unashamed of, of, of where they've come from because they're so busy focusing on where they're becoming and where they're going. So, man, don't miss up. Don't miss on what we got. So, um, we're going to call it a night uh, Improv with Hav with my man Barry Graves Jr. Check out the uh, Black Man's Heart podcast coming out January 1st, 2021. Check them out on, um, on Spotify, Apple, Apple uh, Podcasts, Anchor, uh, catch them on social yes, media yes. under the Black Man's Heart on Twitter and Instagram. Yo, Barry, thank, uh, thank you again, you, bro. It was all love. Uh, I appreciate it. You. Love time, you, bro. Man. And uh, I look forward to coming on your podcast next, man. Peace. All right, all right. Thank y'all to the fans and the, the homies who are listening. And uh, we'll catch y'all next time. This wraps up season one, and we come in next Peace. week with season two. All right, y'all. With-